Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of this newsletter is going to be pursuing too little versus pursuing too much. Well, today I'm going to talk about the subtle differences, obviously, between over-pursuing a woman and backing off so much to the point that you just basically become a cold dick to her, to the point where she feels like you don't care about her anymore. So you can find the sweet spot where... She does most of the chasing, most of the pursuing, and it feels natural and effortless. So I've got two emails that I'm going to go through with you today. And we're also going to look at the importance of choosing a woman, or if you're a woman, choosing a man that has a good attitude, somebody that's a good communicator, that laughs a lot, that has a lot of humor. And then because, think about it. I mean, sex is a small part of a relationship. And you want to be with somebody that you really enjoy hanging out with, somebody that's interesting to listen to. You share common goals, common interests, you like the same kinds of things, maybe you have some of the same kinds of hobbies and interests, you share those. Because you never run out of things, like I was talking to uh, an old girlfriend of mine recently and it's like when I hung up with her, because I hadn't talked to her in a few years, the thing that just really struck me that just because you know when you don't talk to somebody for a while and then you talk to them again after a few years and it's like feels like you just talked to them the day before and it just reminds you of like god she like she really had a great attitude it's like we spent like the whole conversation just fucking teasing each other and making fun of each other and just having a great time that's the one thing that after i hung up it just reminded me of what a great relationship we had i mean that's it's really easy to have an effortless relationship with somebody when you're pretty much always laughing and you're having fun. And if she's got a healthy self-esteem and a good attitude, which is essential to have an effortless relationship, she's going to look at things and assume the glass is half full versus somebody who perceives the glass is half empty and somebody who perceives the glass is half empty. If you do something and they're not really crazy about what you did or what you said, they presuppose that you had ill intent. They presuppose that you don't care about them. They presuppose that you meant something negative by it. And that's the place they come from. Whereas dating someone who's successful, a high achiever, is happy, loves herself, loves her life, loves her parents, she's going to presuppose that you're just joking around or you're just being silly or you're just being you. And it's not going to get under her skin because nothing you do is going to make her feel like she's somehow diminished in any capacity because she's an equal. She also perceives herself as a catch and she obviously is a catch. And the idea is that as you date and you apply the things that I teach is you become a better quality man and therefore you're able the quality of the woman that you're able to attract increases as well. And if you're a woman applying these things, obviously you become a better quality woman, you're able to attract a much better quality man because what you deserve to have is you deserve to have somebody of the opposite sex who knocks your fucking socks off in every way. Not just great sex in the bedroom, but you have a great time together. You have a lot of fun together. You do more laughing and smiling than you do anything else. And laughing and smiling is one of the best antidepressants that you have because when you laugh and you smile and you're happy or you witness somebody else smiling and laughing and being happy, it produces dopamine. In essence, it triggers your brain to produce positive chemicals so you feel good. 
So you think about it. You have somebody in your life that really stimulates you in a positive way. You're going to be a much happier and healthier person because your thoughts are things. Your thoughts literally affect the chemistry of your body. If you're angry and you're pissed off, you're frustrated, you're fearful, you're worried, you're in a stress state, guess what? Your body is going to produce toxins to match the mental state that you're in. Well, if you're happy, if you're feeling good, if you're feeling peaceful, if you're feeling relaxed, if you feel like things are working out for you in your life, not only now, but they're going to continue to work out for you in the future, your body's going to produce positive, healthy chemicals that are going to reflect that. So before we get into it, I got a quote that I wrote that I want to share with you. And it says, the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the quality of the people who you consistently spend your time with. Choose to date people who have good attitudes, who always tend to be happy and upbeat, and who support and encourage you to be you without expecting you to change who you are. If you date someone who always sees the negative in things or the glass is half full, they always tend to expect the worst and what they fear to happen. I've dated women like that and it ain't a lot of fun. Even if the sex is great and you enjoy hanging out with them, you're not going to be able to make them happy. Therefore, they will presuppose ill intent and things not consistently working out in your, yours or their favor. 95% of your happiness or misery will come from who you allow into your life and inner circle. Choose wisely. So let's go ahead and jump into the first guy's email. He says, hey coach, my ex is back east for college so I thought any pursuing would push her away. Thus, I gave her space. Needless to say, she started contacting me every two to three weeks. I had given it up as a lost cause and only arranged a Skype date every time she contacted me to practice my conversation skills. Well, that's good because obviously you're physically in other parts of the country and if she's away at college, you're probably not going to be seeing each other in the middle of the semester except when you have breaks and stuff or you have holidays. So you do the best you can through video Skype. It's, I mean, really, it's the next, next best thing. He says, strangely, as I have been hooking up and dating other women, I can feel myself changing and molding into a more confident, natural, and assertive me. Good for you, dude. That That is who you naturally already are inside. And by applying the things that I teach, you give yourself permission to be that awesome dude that you are. He says, I started to notice her level of attraction rise as she started calling me those sweet names that she used to call me when we were together. I remained indifferent and didn't jump the gun. Well, when a woman starts teasing you playfully and calling you by all those baby sweet names that she used to call you, give it right back to her. Love's playful and fun. Remember, if she's smiling and she's laughing with you, guess what? Guess what she's associating with you? Positive emotions. And you're literally causing her body to produce positive chemicals internally to match the mental state and the emotional state that you're putting her in. So think about that. Anytime you're going to say something to a woman, always think about, is this going to make her feel positive and happy? Or is this going to piss her off and, or hurt her feelings or make her feel angry? And cause her to back up and wonder if I'm really the right guy for her. He says, because I've seen what happens to those guys from other videos that you've done. That kind of tells me that you're still a little too cold. You're going to hold back a little too much here with that kind of mindset. But this is an art. It's not an exact science. And you got to learn to become good at it. Because obviously, 
pursuing too much got you rejected in the first place. And this particular guy I've done, I've had a few phone sessions with him and I've done several uh, email coaching and several of them I've actually answered in other previous newsletters. He says, so my birthday approached and she texted me with an essay, a long essay of open affection to how awesome I am. Well, that's really cool and really sweet. That tells me that that's what she's thinking about you in that moment that she wrote it. Remember, women are emotional beings and so whenever they say something or what they're feeling, it only applies the moment that they actually say it. Because five minutes later, you could do something and totally piss them off and then they don't have those feelings anymore at that time. You got to think of women kind of like mother nature. Some days it's sunny and beautiful out and other days it's thunderstorming and tornadoes and hurricanes out. Don't let any shit, any shitty weather diminish you. He says, she even sent me a couple of pictures we had taken two years ago and I thought she had completely forgotten those moments and me along with them. Obviously not. He says, her actions said otherwise. When we Skyped, she was more open sexually and was entirely feminine and she even stopped mentioning other guys. This was a side of her I had never seen before. That tells me you probably didn't know her too well or as well as you thought you did. He says, here's where I started fucking up. I felt myself losing control of my composure with these tokens of affection from her since she means a whole lot to me. He says, anyway, since our birthdays are two weeks apart, I wasn't sure if I should call her after she was doing 100% of the pursuing since that would have tipped off the scales. Well, she's reaching out to you to make you feel special on your birthday and then you're going to blow hers off. That's going to go over like a lead balloon. So that tells me you're backing off a little too much because that's just going to make her feel like you don't give a shit about her because she went out of her way to write this long essay of how much you meant to her. And what I would have done is I would have called her up and said, hey, baby, happy birthday. I'm going to call and see how you're doing. hope you're having a great day. Give me a buzz when you got some time so we can chat and catch up. That's what I would have said to her and then hung up. It's a lot more confident than leaving a text. Plus, she gets to hear your sweet, charming voice that she loves, hopefully. He says, however, a week later after a mindfulness retreat, I felt my consciousness to be free of any anger and ego. So I decided to call her up. She was Skyping with her mom and ended the conversation with her to talk to me. Right off the start, I could hear the frustration in her voice, so I bantered with her and opened her up. She revealed that she was upset about the fact that I'm not pursuing her like I used to. She was also upset that it took me a week to call her for her birthday. That's the real reason she's upset, because she was starting to feel special about you again, and she sent you this nice lovey-dovey sweet little poem about all the things that she loved about you. And then her birthday comes and goes and all she hears is crickets. She then gave me the impression that I talked to a lot of women. So I told her, sweetheart, those girls don't make me feel the strong attraction that I feel for you to make her feel special. But she responded with, can you say that with a straight face? That's when you look, you look if you're doing video Skype, you go... You're so fucking hot. I love you. You say something like that. You, it's like you change it because basically she's saying, I don't really think that was authentic. I don't think you really meant that. And so what you do is more of what she feels like she's not getting. The average guy is going to go, but but I just told you that I cared about you. I, I sent you an email a couple weeks ago. Uh, uh, 
on your last birthday, I, I took you to your favorite restaurant. Like, that really matters. All she cares about is what you're doing right now. And so you're basically saying, hey, I really care about you. And she's going, yeah, whatever. And then that's when you say other things. When she says, or she comes back with, um, can you say that with a straight face? Instead of saying that, because remember, you're being a little difficult, a little bit of a challenge. You're going to say, have I ever told you how beautiful your lips are and how sexy you look? You're just saying that. And it's just compliment her on something else. Remember, feminine energy grows through praise. So in that moment, she's trying to see if you really do care about her. I'm really mad you didn't call me on my birthday. It was like, you know what, goddammit? You should buy a fucking plane ticket and come and see me so we can celebrate your birthday properly. When are you free? When are you free to come visit me? I want to see you. I miss you. I want to hold you. I want to kiss you. I miss touching you. He says, at that point, I felt things could escalate into an argument. Old programming, dude. Think about what you're presupposing here. It's going to go into an argument. Instead of being playful and fun, you're probably trying to justify your actions. That's the only reason she would raise her voice and get pissed off. Is because when a woman gets pissed off and bitchy in those moments, it's because she's hurt. And the more you try to use logic and reason to justify why what you did is okay, the more pissed off and the more bitchy she's going to get. Because she's trying to communicate that you're not making her feel special. You, didn't make, you certainly didn't make her feel special by blowing off her birthday. He says that that he says I bannered again and things escalated down and she was playful again so I asked her when she was free to meet up. She gave me a I'll let you know with a frustrated tone coming back. That's when you say, "Come on, that sounded kind of grouchy. That kind of sounded like you didn't really mean that." It's like, "What happened to that sweet girl that I fell in love with all those all those months and years ago? What happened? Where is she? How do we how do I talk to her? I don't recognize this person that I'm talking to right now." He says, I told her, cool, give me a call when you figure it out. And we talked no more than 15 minutes in total. He says, here's where I'd like your help. I'm building my emotional muscle. It's been almost five weeks that I haven't heard from her and I could feel myself become fearful. Thanks to your work though, I know what I'm feeling and what actions I should take. Though at times I want to call her really bad, I know if I call her, it will be from a point of vulnerability and I'm sure that I most like, likely won't get what I want. Well, she obviously hasn't called you because she's pissed off and she's like, screw you. He's, and that's another thing. You, you don't want a woman who gets pissed off and punishes you by not calling you and not being sweet. She presupposes the worst. Plus, she's an ex of yours. And it's really hard to overcome that stuff with somebody that you did a lot of screwing up with in the past. He says, I'd rather... I'd rather go to you for enlightenment to become a better me than to repeat some of my same old patterns. What do I do? It's scary walking away. How did you get over that fear that they might never come back? Well, sometimes they don't come back. And it happens. He says, she's back in less than a week. And somehow since in the past, I haven't gone more than four weeks without breaking and calling her. I feel that this is a test to see if I'm really what I'm putting out there. See, that's the thing. You never really walked away. You walked away and then three or four weeks would go by and then you would fucking cave. Walking away and never looking back means walking away and never looking back. But she's probably gotten used to you doing that and usually what she does is she punishes you by ignoring you like this and then what happens? You come running after her. 
obviously when we went through that you you didn't really handle things appropriately but that was a month and a half ago it doesn't fucking matter at this particular point in time besides she's an ex-girlfriend and you got other women that you're dating and hooking up with and you're doing quite well with them so what I would do is nothing I mean it's been five weeks at this point it takes two to make a relationship work and she got pissed off at you. You tried to be sweet and she stayed angry and butthurt about it. Do you really want to get back together with someone with a shitty attitude like that? I can tell you what. The girlfriends that I've had the last 10 years, none of them act that way. None of them would do this kind of bullshit. If they got mad at me or they upset, we would talk about it and we would talk it out. They wouldn't give me the silent treatment. Even the ones I'm still friends with to this day, they would never treat me like this ever. Those kind of girlfriends I use, I don't talk to them anymore. They're not in my life in any way, shape, or form. And so what I would do if I were you, because it's already been five weeks, just keep walking. You may, you'll probably never hear from her again. Who fucking cares? Maybe you do hear from her again. So what? Besides, she's off of college somewhere in a completely different part of the country. And you're dating women that are near you now, that are physically in the same city as you. I would spend your time with them. And let this chick go. If she ever reaches out to you, she'll be like, hey, babe, it's really great to hear from you. I'd love to see you. When are you free to get together? And make a date. Maybe when she's home for the holidays, maybe she'll break down and get in touch with you. You've never held out long enough to see that she would do that. Besides, you're the one that got dumped, remember? When a woman ditches you, unilaterally decides to leave your relationship, you got to wait for her to come back and make an effort. Because if she ain't willing to come back and make an effort, it's a moot point. Because you did all the begging, all the pleading, all that stuff, and it didn't get you anywhere. Gotta let it go, man. So let's get in the second email. This guy says, hey, coach, thanks for all your advice and your info that you give to us guys. You're welcome. It's my purpose, my pleasure. He says, my ex-girlfriend of a year and a half broke up with me back in November, and I was really devastated when she told me that I... I could not figure out why she wanted to break up with me. I thought that our relationship was a perfect one. There's lots of guys out there that are in your boat, dude. They never saw it coming. He says, I was hurt and trying to figure out what was going on. A few days after she broke up with me, I get this email from her about what happened and she basically explained the situation that she was having. I became one of those people that you talk about in your book. I already have a girlfriend and it's time to sit in front of the TV and do nothing. So you became lazy and complacent in your relationship and you stopped dating and courting your girlfriend. You stopped making her feel special. He says she also told me that I was not a gentleman, which she was right and I never opened the door. I never got roses or did anything sweet for her and I was not being man enough. That also tells me that you really weren't that into her. Guys, when they're trying to get an ex back, never think about that. They just completely ignore the fact that they pretty much blew her off. He says, I feel bad because she was right about it all, all about the things that she mentioned. I had girlfriends in the past, but most of them are just to have fun and meet new people. But my ex has something that I've never seen in a woman before. She's my height, which is six foot. She's a good looking girl, great body, fun, full of energy. I bumped into your YouTube videos about a week ago and I really like all of the info that you share. But before I had seen your videos and read your book, I was the feminine guy. I was looking for her, texting her, and I even taken, taken lunch to her job, which I never did when we were together, and had lunch with her and I would just play it cool all the time even though I was dying inside to be back together. 
So you tried being the gay male girlfriend. That obviously didn't work out too well. He says, and then I bump into your videos in your book and I started reading it and I had found that I had been doing all these things wrong and I was not being a 3% man. But anyways, three days ago, she sends a text saying that she could not see me anymore and that she needed time. Well, you're smothering her. That's the only reason why a woman does that is because you're pursuing too much. You're smothering too much. Women don't say things like that to guys that they're in love with and that they're chasing and they have a hard time getting a hold of because he's so busy. He says, I was prepared for the text and I went and told her that not to worry, that I totally understand where she's coming from and we wouldn't see each other. And I also told her that when she's ready to call and maybe I'll be around. He says, I'm not sure if that was the correct thing to say. Well, I would have just said, hey, well, I'm not really interested in having some space, but you need some space. Take all the time you need and give me a call when you figure things out or when you get your head together and we can see each other then. I'll, I got to run. I'll talk to you later, sweetheart. I look forward to hearing from you. He says, now this morning she sent me a text saying that she had passed all of her exams. Both of us go to the same college. And I waited for a while to text her and say congratulations and I wish her all the best. Five minutes passed by and then another text saying that she knows that she will ask me to give her time and not see each other. But I shouldn't stop from texting her or calling her because she wants to know about me. She's basically saying, hey, please keep chasing me because I think that will make me like you more in the future. This is a woman that doesn't really understand her own behavior and what causes attraction. A lot of women don't understand this stuff. This is why, one of the reasons why I have a lot of women that follow me because it really helps them understand why they're attracted to certain guys and why they let guys jerk them around even though deep down they know they're not good for them. If you can understand why you do what you do, then you have the opportunity to direct your own actions and take your focus and not just get caught up and let your emotions run your life or get hijacked by them. It gives you your own power back, your own personal power back. And that we should grab lunch sometime. Fuck lunch. And I went to play it cool like nothing happened and my response was, sure, let me know when you have time and I'll see if I can make that happen. Absolutely fucking not. Don't do any lunches. She's trying to firmly keep you in friend zone as a backup. He says, I know she still loves me. Well, that's what you're thinking. She loves you so much that she broke up with you and she tells you she needs time away from you. Think about that, dude. And when you th really think about that, you'll think about how ridiculous that statement is that you made. He says, but she's afraid to get back with me. No, it's she's got a low level of attraction for you, bro. Because you turned her off by your feminine behavior. He says, I know she is starting to see other guys and I know she went out with a guy already and I'm madly in love with her. Now here's my question. Should I have been the one to give her a call to set up the lunch? Fuck no. You don't make lunches, dude. Lunches are for gay male girlfriends. Lunches are for guys who like having blue balls. Don't fucking do it. Make dates in the evening that can lead to sex. Treat her like your lover. Don't be treating her like your friend. Or should I wait for her to call me? Exactly. In your particular case, you do nothing. Wait to hear from her. When she reaches out, assume she wants to see you and then make a date. Hang out, have fun and hook up. Like when she sends you, a, you know, she told you, she sent you a text that, hey, I don't want to see you right now, but I just, basically I want you to pursue me. In other words, I want you to act like more of a friend. Fuck that. No fucking way in hell. Wait to hear from her. When you do, be like, hey, great to hear from you. I'd love to see you when you're free to get together next. And then make a date. Hang out, have fun, hook up. Keep it really simple. 
So if you'd like to help my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching. You can choose any one of those three options by going to my website, click the products tab on any page of my website, which will be at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions. And I will talk to you soon.